Hey everybody, Skip here. Another episode of uh, Finding Meaning, a podcast that is about questions. <clears throat> that is really about it. <clears throat> that if I can continue to uh, help you and myself ask the questions that propel us forward into finding some meaning, that we will be able to find some meaning, a framework for our lives. And that's really what this is about. Uh, I want to get a, a little human today, if we can. Just be a, a bit human. I know sometimes I can get sort of out and left field with some of my thinking. Uh, but I want to talk about something that's very practical to daily life. And, and to be honest with you, it's, it's kind of a tough subject. I want to talk about relationships and power struggles. Because in all of the counseling I've done, and I have done uh, probably over my career uh, thousands of hours of counseling, I have found that every, every relationship... And I mean this sincerely. And it's just an opinion, but I mean it sincerely. Every single human relationship boils down to power and control. Every, let me say that again. Every single human relationship we have with our spouse, with our children, uh, with um, our boss, with our employees, with our uh, religious affiliations with our political affiliations, all of it can be boiled down to control and power. Now, I'm not suggesting that these relationships aren't loving and healthy and good, but I am saying that even in the most healthy relationship, even in the most uh, well-thought-out relationships, even in the most caring relationships, you still have within those relationships, be they very close or very distant, the almost subconscious need for power and control. And it's hard for us to get there because uh, so many of us like to think, and I think this is really true of us who, who like to or um, have a, those of us who have a spiritual bent to how we perceive reality. I think we like to think that somehow we're beyond this, and, and we're really not. That truth be told, if we really dig in ourselves, uh, our behaviors, our actions, our wants, our needs... Uh, they all come down to really control and power. And I'm not trying to say that in an accusatory way. I'm not trying to uh, use that as a pejorative term or, or something completely negative. I'm just pointing out a simple fact that because we humans are conditioned to take care of ourselves. Our, our ego conditioning is about taking care of ourselves. It's about getting what we need or we perceive we need 
for a happy life, because we are so programmed that way, that that instinctual need for power and control is just there. And it, it drives us more than we realize. It drives, it drives people in our society more than we realize. And if you become aware of this, if you become aware that, that every relationship has within it some degree of uh, the need for power and control, you really get your eyes open to how humans really work. Because you begin to see that every institution we develop, every opinion that we share, every action in a relationship really has within it this idea of control and power. And again, I'm talking about a very subtle, almost subconscious need for control and power. Now, there are the overtly obvious times when we want control and power. Uh, Some of us grow up with control issues for whatever reason. Uh, Some of us uh, become domineering people to get our way in any any situation. there are some obvious examples. Uh, I have had dozens of jobs in my life, and I have seen this play out with people primarily in charge who have got to be in charge. They have made their way to management or the hierarchy because they assert control and power. And they get there more often than the people who don't. I promise you that much. Because that's what the world consists of. That's the programming that we have. We are programmed to have control over our lives and to take power from other people if we need to, to maintain control over our lives. And it really goes down to basic instinct. It goes down to basic need. It goes down to the herd mentality. Uh, We need to eat. We need to pay the bills, we need to have a roof over our head. And when push comes to shove and all the, all the sorts of niceties are washed away from life, we find ourselves really in a struggle for survival. And in that struggle for survival, which is a very basic struggle, if the struggle to find meaning is a spiritual quest, the struggle to, find, the struggle to survive It might be spiritual, but it is the very baseline of what it means to be spiritual. And when we realize that our actions, our motives, our motivations, our agendas come from this survival instinct, this instinct to have power and control, then then we begin to really understand ourselves, I think, in a much deeper way. And the understanding of oneself is the beginning of finding meaning. That's where we have to start. We can't start externally. We can't go to a temple or a synagogue or a church or a group and believe that somehow they're going to implant in us some deeper meaning of ourselves. The, the true spiritual quest is an inward quest, and we have to name everything that we are. And I try to name in generalities in this podcast, what we are. And I'm convinced that every single human being, 
me included, you included, operates out of some degree of the need to have power and control. And will probably do so through the existence of of our lives on this earth. And what we can do is we can become aware of it. We can become aware of our agenda. We can become aware of, of why we want to have control and power. And we can try to uh, change that or, or keep that in check or be mindful of, of who we are. But ultimately, this programming is very deep in us, folks. You know, I can quote... Uh, Jesus, when he said, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. Worry, you know, today has enough. Uh, don't look to the sky for answers. They're, they're present to you right here. Paraphrases, of course. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, he is challenging us on this notion that we try to control and manipulate everything in life just so we can set things up that make sense to us. Because the, ultimately, the the quest for meaning is really the innate uh, inability to find meaning, the innate inability to understand our reality. And we put on top of that innate inability to understand what we put on top of that is what we learn. And we learn power and control. So when we mention uh, to someone uh, that we're in relationship with, when, when we're talking with them, we, we always have to be cognizant of the fact that on some level, we really do want something from that person. We really do need that person to be something to us in order to justify our reality. I was in a conversation just a couple days ago and I was talking with a person and we were uh, talking about past relationships and, and I had made the statement that, you know, really uh, um, people are vampires, energy vampires. We, we want control, we want power, we want a framework for reality and, and in many ways we use people or at least we we uh, subconsciously try to control people to get that. And my friend who I was talking to turned around and said, yeah, all of us do that. And I agree. That maybe that's where this podcast comes from. I agree 100%. So when we're in a, in a marriage or in a partnership, those partnerships are always in that struggle, in that strain, in that rub of power and control. Uh, And it's difficult because often the people in the relationship are in two different places spiritually. And so one might understand that, one might not. Uh, One may use that understanding against another one. Uh, More often than not, both people don't understand that the relationship they're in, even though it may be the dream relationship of their life, still has this dynamic of power and control. Every divorce I have seen, 
be they legally or spiritually, every relationship I have seen break down has at the core of it people's ignorance about how they are in the relationship because they simply don't understand that they're in the relationship to make sense of their reality and subconsciously they're going to manipulate the other person, be it a boss, be it a spouse, be it an employee, uh, be it a, a member of a religious community or political uh, understanding that we are all trying to manipulate each other to satisfy, to satiate, to understand all that we feel and all that we are. So, what do we do? Well, as I said, we become aware of the fact that we do this. Always the first and foremost thing we do when we try to find meaning is we become aware of things. And so, if one can admit to oneself that every behavior, uh, overt or passive-aggressive or uh, even the slightest comment is about control and power, that's the beginning of understanding. So let me give you just an example of what I'm talking about. I have been married a long time, and I know people who have been married longer, and I have, I have seen this in, in my marriage and in other marriages where people will say things, and I'm guilty of it. People will say things uh, sort of in a passive-aggressive way, to try to get a point across. And the reason they need to get that point across is because they feel as though the other person needs to hear it, which often is true. If you have a partner or a spouse, if you're in any sort of relationship, and most of us are, we need to be expressing how we feel, expressing who we are. It's just a basic human thing. But what happens in relationships is that often the other person hears that as a challenge to their control, to their power. And they retort, they respond with the same sort of uh, statement that comes from a sense of lack of control and a lack of power. And then you're off to the races, you know. Then you're off to the argument. Then you're off to the resentment. So the first thing we have to do is be aware that we do this. And the second thing we have to be aware of is that everyone does it. Everyone seeks control and power. And really, it is only until people become aware of that within the dynamic of the relationship, until each person in the relationship becomes aware of that, that relationships really become healthy and good. But that takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of patience. Now, if it's a spouse or a partner, uh, usually if that person is spiritually inclined, you can work on this. You can come to some place where there's an awakening, where there's an understanding. When it comes to someone like a, a supervisor or a manager at work or your employees at work or people in a religious community or a self-help community or a political community, it's much more difficult. Uh, you know, it, inner transformation is easiest done by the individual and the further out in circles, concentric circles you get from 
yourself, the more difficult it is for people to become aware of each other. Ultimately, you know, it almost seems impossible that we would ever be aware of each other as a, as a species, as a planet, because it's so difficult. So when you're dealing with your boss or your employee at work and, and they're upset and they're saying things that, that are passive, aggressive, or overtly aggressive, it's because they feel a sense and a loss of control and power in their life. And they have pressure on them from someone. If you're an employee, maybe it's from home, or if you're the manager, maybe it's from your superior, that they're applying this same control and power dynamic. I, I know we're sort of in the weeds here, and it's, hopefully I'm not confusing things, but it's simply this, that every time we talk to someone, there is a sort of uh, control and power chess game going on. Now, you may meet a stranger and they don't want anything from you. That's great. You may be with a spouse of 50 years and they may feel like a stranger because you haven't dealt with this. Every, everything, whether it's your children, your spouse, your community, people are looking to solidify their reality, to have it make sense to care for their own wants and needs as a human, uh, the basic needs, you know, the extra needs, the new car, the, the nice house, the perfect spouse, or as I said, the basic needs, you know, to be able to eat, to be able to, to get to work, to be able to have work right now. Everyone is always working out how to get what they need to make sense of their reality. It is only when we become aware of this that we're able to let it go. We're able to say to ourselves on some deep level, what I'm saying to this person is a control thing. Now here, here is the big shift, I think, that we're called to. And I'm speaking as someone who's still working on this. The big shift is this, that when you look at the people who were spiritually advanced in human history, you see people who aren't seeking control. You see people who are empowering others to trust the universe, to trust that there's something bigger than them at work. Yes, we've got to make money. Yes, we've got to uh, share our feelings. Yes, we need to care for our spouse's needs. And we need to do all the things that it means to be human. But the more spiritually awake we become, the more selfless that act is. And you can't just hear this podcast and do that. You have to grow into that. And I can't say that enough. Maybe I need to say that more. Just because you read the Bible or the Quran or Buddhist scripture, or because you go to a church, or a 12-step or self-help program, doesn't mean you're going to have this stuff plopped into you, into your soul, into your brain. You have to work this out. So I'll end there. And just, uh, you know, to uh, summarize what I'm trying to say, 
is that every action we have is no different than every other action in the universe. There is a reaction. But we humans are conscious. And we know that every action we have seeks an end. That that the action we take is a means to an end. And that end is uh, usually about our own control and power. When we can get to a point, when we can grow to a point where the actions that we take are about empowering other people for the sake of love, that's when we start to grow up. And may that be for all of us. Thank you, my friends. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon.